Road Trippin' fans, Amish t-shirts are as ferocious as the dunks or bangouts Richard and Channing throw down from time to time, and their softness can't even be matched. Amish has been turning back the clock with throwback tees for years. From the NBA to the ultimate warrior, you know, the tee that LeBron wore on the plane after leading the Cavs to its first title the city had seen in over 50 years. Well, Amage tells the stories of triumph, individualism, and hustle, preserving the old school and creating new legacies. Go to homage.com, that's H-O-M-A-G-E, and pay homage with your favorite tee. Be sure to check out the NBA GM tees and one exclusively made for me and you. Better yet, three other tees designed specific to the road tripping fam you'll want to check out. We're road tripping at homage.com. Well, cheers. welcome you into another edition of Road Trippin' Richard versus Channing. I'm your host, Allie Clifton, and for the first time here on Road Trippin', the one and only. I gotta figure this out. Derek Rose. Derek. D Rose. I mean, you could call call me whatever. Derek. Yeah, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's French. Whatever. It's whatever. Derek Rose. <laughs> it's whatever. Man. Welcome, Derek. I'm just Thank saying you. that because the other day we had that instance at practice when. One of the media members called you Derek, and Ty was like, who's Derek? I know him as D. Rose, you know, so I didn't know what you like to go by. I mean, it's whatever. Whatever you want to call me, Derek, um, D. Rose, you know, it's a it's a character. What does Brown call you? Pugata. Where did he get that from? You know, I don't know. Brown, you know, he makes up his nickname. But it's Brown, though. Like Winnie the Pooh? Yeah, Pooh. Yeah, my grandmother gave me that name. Oh, oh that's where he did it. Yeah, Pooh Gutter. So Pooh Gutter. Gutter. I don't know where the Gutter part came from. Oh, okay. From, so he made that part up. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, man. He made it up. That's his rap name. D Rose got an album coming out. He stopped. Stop. Do you really? Oh. Don't listen to him. No. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not a rapper. Or Derek you know. Rose. Let's get to brass tacks here, buddy. Do you remember when you dunked on Goran Dragic? You're going to get right to it. Right <laughs> to it. Because I yes, was on I the do. court, and I said, I have never seen a human being explode off the ground like that in my life. And I, I was either in the game or on the bench. <laughs> and I, you know when somebody on your team gets dunked on real nasty, you try not to make any size, but you grab the people <laughs> next to you like, oh, my God. Stop, man. Like, hey, like when Donovan Mitchell caught that lob. True. In Utah, I said, yeah. oh, that was tight. He's good. He's he is really good. He yeah. reminds me of you in the way he just jumps either way, but like straight up. He's running, and then he's a two-foot jumper, and he jumps straight up. So true. Yeah. And he got a solid game, too. He got he, a solid game. Nice shot, um, poised. I like, I like his he game a, a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Take us back to that dunk then. Oh, the dunk. What you year know, was that? 2010. I year, but – um, I just, you know, one of them type of situations where you try to go as hard as you can because you don't know. I, I thought he was going to um, bridge me. Yeah. I know he was going to jump like that, but when he jumped, he kind of lifted me up, and that's what made me get higher. And they put I, I it behind to. his head and <laughs> <laughs> didn't touch the rim. <laughs> what? If Golden. Golden hoops. Shout out. Shout out is going to. 
clip, and hopefully you see me either on the bench or on the court. I can't remember. <laughs> but my reaction was, oh! <laughs> <laughs> Derek, do you have um, social handles? Because I feel uh, like what? I follow some, but then I don't know if it's you no, or no. No, no, no. I mean, I got Facebook, yeah. basic stuff. Facebook? Facebook? What is this, 2005? Like, come on. Damn. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> Facebook, Twitter. But no, I don't have an IG or um, Snap. or Snap. You know, I'm, I'm private. I think that you need some stuff to yourself. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I get my fans stuff here and there. Um, but as far as content. Uh, How about this? Anytime you want to put out content, you just come on the podcast. I bet. That's it. Easy. Be chill. Get you a glass of vino, some french fries, some truffle popcorn. I'm holding you to that. That's it. (laughs) You actually haven't put Derek on your snap. I don't think I've seen Derek on your snap. Now, Derek's way ahead of me. The only people I put on the snap (laughs) are usually Jay, D. Wade, Braun, Kevin. The guys who sit behind me are in the vicinity of me. Oh. Like yeah. on the bus. D-Rose is like, well, he doesn't yeah, do nothing cut, funny. Man. Yeah, yeah, I'll be in the cut, man. Oh, I did. I did put him on because he squishes the back of his shoes. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Killing his shoes. So funny, oh, sneakerheads were sorry, crying. Man. Yeah, they hate that. They hate that. I but actually did that when I was a kid all the time. They're more comfortable, man. If they, if now, if you see Yeezy come out with a pair of um, house Squish. shoe yeah. um, Yeezys, <laughs> I want you to be all right. We see where it came from. You know I mean? Dog, D-Rose, let's start from the beginning. Start. Where are you from in Chicago? I'm from the south side of Chicago. What Englewood. streets? Inglewood. Yeah, Inglewood. Of yeah. Chicago. Of Chicago. Oh. Yeah. Sounds like a wonderful subdivision. <laughs> oh, here you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I'm from Inglewood. All right. How many brothers and sisters? I got four. I know three older brothers. Oh, I have God. no sisters. And you must have got beat up all the time. No, no, man. I think I was a good kid, man. I was. I was quite. <laughs> I mean, they beat me up here and there, but right, they're much right. older than I am. So. Right. Um, they just made sure that I was all right and made sure I did good in school. And uh, I was so focused on basketball that they didn't have to right. really like um, whoop me or like pay attention right, to right, me right. like that. So you just wanted um, to go hoop. Yeah, I hooped and made sure that um, I went to school, um, make sure my grades are all right. Right, right. You know Listen, what I mean? Just good enough. Yeah, Listen, just me good. Too, me too. <laughs> all right, you know what I mean. <laughs> but at the time when you're trying to survive, you're tr- you're trying to take care of your family, so you're trying yeah. to put yourself in a position to take care of your family. And basketball <sighs> was that way. Damn. Tell us one of the hardest parts about your your life growing up. In terms of, you know, trying to survive, you I say. mean, um, when I was going through it, mm-hmm. I felt like I was too young. I always wish I was older. Like, I was 17, but I wish I was 20, uh, 18, 20, so I could make it to the league, you know yeah. what I mean, as yeah, quick yeah. as possible, especially when you see guys um, leaving out of high school. So, you, you get in high school, sophomore year, you like, all right, two more years, um, they're surviving maybe at the end. Me and my family may be all right. Then they put the rule in. That you have to do a year, oh, and yeah. I was blessed. You were the year before me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The right year there. after me because I was the last year, two thousand five. I want to get to that in a moment, actually. Um, but first, one of the one of my favorite stories, and relative to the the point of every time I see it on TV, it always just catches my eye, and I watch it every single time, and I I find something new about it every single time. The Benji story. Yeah, oh yeah, that's that was a huge story. It that was, it was, and it's yeah. so powerful. But you were one of those guys that wore the number. Yeah. Did you understand at the time the responsibility? You kind of did. Uh, yeah. Right when you get in, I mean, the school, Simeon, the school that I attended, mm-hmm. high school, uh, freshman orientation, they give you a book about his life. Mm-hmm. Every student, no matter really? if you play sports or not, you get a book about his life. 
And um, I remember that my freshman year, I didn't read the book, but it was kind of interesting that um, they gave the entire class a book about this life. So that's what made me like kind of dig deep into the story of my freshman year. And you hear stories about them. And you uh, at the time, Bob Hamrick was the varsity coach. I played um, sophomore basketball or Mm -hmm. JV basketball Mm -hmm. my freshman year. So um, I was another Bob Hamrick. And um, you heard stories about him and how the um, ch- how he um, got um, Simeon their first state championship. Yeah. And you hear a tragic story about him passing and how he passed. And um, at the time, it makes you feel like you're blessed, you know. And, um, it makes you want to honor the number and just appreciate it, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay, you make the transition. This is where I think it's interesting for you, Shannon, because you made that point too. You make the transition then to Memphis. Yes. Which I thought we had a connection, but I guess we don't. Nope. Shout out Nicole Stocks to who are – tell me – remind me a couple of guys on your your team. We had Memphis. Chris Mee, Chris Douglas Roberts, no. Joy Dorsey, um, I think it was Willie Kemp, Sean Taggart. Tony, I mean, um, Antonio Anderson. Anderson. I think that's who maybe she was connected yeah, to. Yeah, probably. He's from Boston. Okay. I'm from the East Coast. Okay. So, um, playing under Coach Cal, of course, and you were a part of kind of, as we had discussed, his stepping stone from Memphis to then Kentucky, but yes. part of the the one and done, you know. What yeah. did he say? Did, he, did you know, like, hey, Coach Cal, I'm going to be here a year. And I'm leaving, or was he like, come here and I'm going to make you better. We're going to have a chance to win. That's what it was. It wasn't a deal or anything like that. Right, right, like, right. I always tell people, and I kind of get mad at my mom because he tricked my mom when he came and, like, yeah. talked to my mom. And when you know how college coaches are when yeah, you get yeah. down there. So <laughs> He'll tell totally you everything different. you want to hear. Oh, my God. Come on, man. <laughs> I get down the there. Coach, so. <laughs> I'm calling back, like, man, um, he's trying to kick me out of practice. He said, I'm not going hard enough. But at the same time, he was just grooming me into a pro. Yeah. Like, he's on me every day. He's not going to let me come in and just waste a day in the gym. So that's what any player, and I love him because he, he does that with the the 13th guy, 14th guy on the bench, all the way to the, the starting guy or the star player. He treats everybody the same. He's going to yell at you. He's going to get the most out of you. And that's why I respect from him. Like, he, um, he's a great coach. Are and he you, motivates you. Yeah, motivates you. Yeah. Do you feel like you're connected to the Kentucky guys that were a part of that that quick in and out under him, the ones that are in the league now, um, based off of that relationship? I wouldn't say so. No. Everybody had their own um, way of getting to the league. It, it all starts with hard work and dedication, and they mm-hmm. find their ways to um, you know, make it to the league with going to certain schools, wherever they like. But I wouldn't say it was me. Uh, or Cal, it was just the players, like, you're good enough to make it to the league now. Um, if you have a chance, take it, and um, hopefully you do well. But if not, make a smart decision. School isn't bad if you want to stay in school. Yeah. You're able to have fun there, learn, get an education. Did you and have fun at Memphis? I did. Oh, God. I did. What? It may sound crazy. <laughs> I, <did. laughs> I was with the guys. Like, Cal, oh, everything right, right. them had every. He, they had everything set up. We lived in a in a national house, so right, you know right. them houses are a little bit oh, bigger. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we lived in there, and we just. Do you ever have to kicked. live in a dorm? Nah, nah, I was only there for like six or seven months, anyway. So. <laughs> <laughs> basketball season. Yeah, it was just what? Right. Basketball, was basketball season. season. Yeah. He went to get the syllabus. He went so once or twice. It wasn't like that, but no, he went to one class to get the syllabus. <laughs> Somebody else had to go get it. Man, oh, listen. that's funny. 
So when did you know, like, I think I knew I was going to make it to the league after my last game. I'm a late bloomer. There's uh, nothing wrong with that. Right. No, no. It's just, you know, uh, I'm still, you know, still haven't reached my peak yet. That's what I think. <laughs> <laughs> I'm resting like an egg, uh, you know? <laughs> you won a title. No, I didn't. You've won a title. Oh, you're talking about in college. Yeah, oh, yeah I thought yeah. you meant right now. You haven't reached your peak. I'm like, oh, I'm talking about right now too. <laughs> yeah, I haven't reached. You know, I haven't reached my peak right now. Uh, <laughs> you know, right now I tell Coach Lou, like, just let me rest. You know, if anybody watches Dragon Ball Z, <laughs> nerd reference. Do you watch Dragon Ball Z? I watched here and there. Yeah, I'm, I'm not a fan like that. Oh, okay. but yeah. Anyways, I'm just getting my strength up, dog. Go Super <laughs> Saiyan Six when you need me. But uh, when did you know? that you were like, I could do this on the next level? I think my... Um, be honest. and be It could be your sophomore year where you're like, I could barbecue these fools. I wouldn't say that, but I think my sophomore year for real. Yeah. Like my sophomore year, that's when um, the rule wasn't in place yet. And yeah. um, I'm like, man, I may have a chance. Like, I, I'm, I will bet on myself if, right. if I'm allowed to. I will, I will take that chance. So my sophomore year, that's when I was like, all right, I may go. <laughs> that's a crazy thing to think about, I mean, right? For real, but that's I – mean, that, Come on, yeah, that's you're here. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, it happened. So when you got to the league, who was your coach? My coach was Benny Del Negro. All right. And then you started to develop. So what kind of things did you find out that the league that you didn't know – and then, so progress from there, so the first year of Vinny Del Negro to the MVP year. I think the hardest thing was the terminology. Oh, right, right. The terminology was different. You know, when you were – I came in as a point guard, you know, yeah. um, point guard's got to be the general. And I, I feel like I'm a leader, but I lead – it's different yeah, leaders, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, you yeah, have yeah. your vocal leaders. You have your leaders that's going to be in your face, rah, yeah, rah, yeah, rah. Yeah. But I lead, I try to lead by example by coming in the gym, being a professional, working. You always see me working out. Right, right. And just trying to stay on top of my, my, my game. And um, coming into the league, it was like, all right, I got to learn the terminology because Cal terminology was totally different. His yeah. offense was totally different. Now I have to run sets. Yeah. Now I got to get other people really involved into the game. So um, I, 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 I'm happy that I was allowed to play through my mistakes. Right, right. A lot of kids aren't able to do that anymore. Yeah. When you look at the league, it's yeah. like a really with the farm system. Like, all right, what you got? All right, that's what you have. All right, next, yeah. who's in? <laughs> like, I was able to play through my mistakes, and I think that's what allowed me to actually win the MVP my third year. Right. Yeah. Then add to it, Having you a chance. go straight to your home city, where True. you did Ugh. as well, Yeah, yeah. being in Phoenix. It was tough. Phoenix, it was tough Phoenix, at times. Yeah, come on now. You know yeah. how hard it is, like <laughs> – you're getting pulled every way, and um, I don't know. You get distracted sometimes, you know what yeah. I mean? So you got to be very disciplined. And I think over the years I achieved that, but in the beginning, yeah. you know, it, it's kind of rough. What was the hardest part about that? Um, just staying in the house. For no, staying <laughs> oh. in the house, you know, yeah. <laughs> like being like a hot day in Chicago. Like in Chicago, I'm from Chicago, so yeah. we appreciate weather a little <laughs> different. <you know? laughs> right. Our appreciation is it's a little different, so – um being there um being it's a hot day and you have a game like mm -hmm. your friends going out for brunch or going There's somewhere so to many eat. you like man Chicago i wanna too. like yeah. hey i want to come out but yeah you have the you got to have the the discipline to stay in and stay focused so 
little things like that, like, like people will probably be um, handle it easily easier. But for me, it was it was kind of hard. It was hard. Who is your favorite teammate? Favorite teammate, or a guy that you were like, I'll put him on my team anytime. Um, I think I had a few. I had a few um, on some of the great teams that we had, but it may sound weird. Kurt Thomas, mm. big Kurt. Yeah, uh, Kurt right. Thomas, man, like good dude. Um, great dude. Um, came in always like a pro, and. Um, he showed me his toughness, you yeah, know what yeah. I mean? Perseverance, you know what I mean? Standing in the league that long, um, doing what he his did. His range was yeah, killer. Come on now, like, <laughs> my man, this man, he's he's focused, he's locked in, and I think that he he helped my game out a lot too right, as far right. as now, like taking care of my body, coming right. in, getting treatment, little things like that, I think help you in this league. The natural segue. The natural. Yeah. <laughs> that was the natural segue right there. There's this, um, I think it's a blog – I don't think it's a, I think it's a, I think it's a blog. It's called athletes die twice. And, um, within this blog, it's, it's the athletes die twice is obviously when you do end up, you know, your time comes. And then the other one is when you hang up your, your sneakers, right. right? And getting people to understand both concepts. Um, and we've had, obviously Jeff was on here earlier this year. We've talked with Channing about this, but those two guys were coming up actually on the five year anniversary of Jeff and his heart surgery. Right. You had your heart surgery. So you think about the mental psyche, you think about, you know, your injuries are well documented on the surface, but in terms of what that takes, how much of a toll that takes on your mental psyche, Yeah. Derek, how hard has that been? For I you? mean, it's, it's you been hard. Um, I mean, for just anybody that when you sacrifice your whole life to this, yeah, like a, a sport, that's why, I, like I said it earlier, like you you have to be kind of insane, you know what I mean? I remember being in high school at the, after graduation, and like I, I know every other kid is going out to celebrate. I'm going to the gym, yeah, like telling my friend I'm going to the gym, or hearing somebody's in town and they're like, oh, they went out. All right, I'm I'm about to kill him tomorrow. He out. Right. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, like, little yeah, stuff yeah. like that. Like, um, I don't know. It's just who I am as a player and just an individual. Like, basketball, I know I was going to be good. And a lot of people kind of, like, have it twisted when they think that, like, you're going through something, something hard. Like, basketball, I'm not worried about that. I'm worried yeah. about um, off the court, yep. yeah, yeah. Um, my family, yep. being around my son. Yeah. Um, like other things like that, like grooming myself into a man, like, like that's what I'm cared about. That's what I worry about. But basketball, I know that area is okay because um, I, I I work too hard in that area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do. S- such a good point. I know. I remember like <clears throat> the first. <clears throat> so like, I got really fat when I couldn't work. Out. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, huge. So I weighed two fifty. Now I was two eighty. What? But I was, I told you, I was like depressed because, you know, it's something that like motivates you every day. Like your schedule is based on what do I need to do to be the best I can be tomorrow? Yeah. Right. How can I get better tomorrow? Like, and you've got to be crazy because I could run, you could run six miles and be like, okay, I did that in, I don't know, like 30 minutes. And then you could be like, damn. You can remember the exact moment where you say, I probably could have gone harder, mm-hmm. but you're dying. And so it's like, okay, I'm going to do it again. Or it's like, I could have lifted this. Or that was hard yesterday. I'm going to push myself more. 
like there's no limit but then when you take that back that it those like that like excitement to challenge yourself when you take that away from me it was like okay who am i like okay what makes me happy for real like people say oh, i'll play basketball uh without money we don't have to you don't have to but then when it's like how much do you want to work to get back mm-hmm. like do you love it do you really want to play do you really want to like battle through adversity everyone talks about it but like there's certain people that you look in the league that have been through some things like have really been through some stuff that challenges them mentally that have overcome it and are still battling. And that's like where you get the respect from. So like, you know, the respect to come back over and over again. And I see you working every day, you know, we're hooping this morning, you know, having a good time. And I think it's been uh, a credit to you. It's just like, honestly, just being honest about your situation. Like, Hey man, like I need time for me. You know, I need to make sure that my mental is right because you can't come out here and not love it, and then go try and play. Yeah. That's how you're going to get hurt even more. Derek, for you, what brings you – because, you know, when you were going through all that, I remember the first time you spoke, you were in Indy, yeah. and the whole Adidas contract was thrown oh, yeah. out there. Um, in terms of the, the happiness and what truly fulfills you and why you chose to make – what is that? True, you know what but, I'm saying? Um, um, Channing, let me tell you thanks bro, oh, for okay. hearing that because yeah, when yeah. you're going through something like that – Coming back, I'm like, damn, how the team was going to think you thinking about that. You know what I mean? Like, um, it's a new team. I'm not trying to be a distraction to the team. And um, hopefully they'll be able to overlook this and, like, at least uh, understand where I'm coming from, from some angle or uh, a little bit. So, um, but to get what you uh, what you first were saying. Of all, it's the right team because we're a circus. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> what did you and no, Richard right always team. used to say? <laughs> I mean, it's at the end of the day, it's like when you're on a team full of adults and vets, like, adults. dog, we're like 30, 28. How old are you? 29. 29, 35, 36, 37. Like, we're adults. Yeah. Everyone got families. Everyone got kids. Things happen in life that are so much more important than basketball. Mm-hmm. And, like, the money thing, it was like, I'm pretty sure D Rose is okay. Yeah. Money-wise. I'm pretty <laughs> right. sure he's okay. <laughs> right. Right. So, you know, it was just more like, we're just like, dude, like dudes like that. You don't become an MVP. You don't become a perennial all-star. Um, you don't get as good as you are doing stuff for the money. We know those guys that do stuff for the money. And I think for us, uh, we're just like, look, take the time you need to take, get yourself healthy, come back. And then, Whatever happens after that, it is what it is. You put in the work, you get time. Dude, we got legit 14 really good players on so this team. True. And so it's like, this, honestly, you or I may not play till April, and they'll be like, hey, we need you guys for two months, right? Yes. And those two months. At the end of the day, though, that's all people remember. That's all they're going to – I could not play. <laughs> Listen, I could remember. not play and then have one good game in a playoff. Oh, my God, this guy's so good, yeah, <laughs> right? Yeah. I average nine points in the last two years I've been here. I've had two 20-something point games in the in the playoffs. And, and it's just like you just got to be ready. And you need that. You need that on the team. You like got, yeah, but you got to be, like, mentally ready to, like, do nothing and then do everything. And it's exciting and it sucks. And it's just being part of this team where it's just people want to be part of good teams. But then you got to sacrifice, you know? Yeah. And then you just got to put the work in every day. But um, I never did anything for for money, I would say. Like, it was always to, like, always for the betterment of my family. 
Mm-hmm. Like I knew I was going to be all right. right. Uh, I was going to find a way somehow, some way. But, you know, you especially having a kid now, having kids, I got another kid on the way. But Congrats. What is you, it? Thank you. We were waiting. Oh, tight. Yeah, tight, tight. Yeah, but. <laughs> it's the best. Dude, having kids, <laughs> for real. Like, um, it was always for them. Yeah. Like, my family. Yeah, yeah. Like, after I'm gone, like, making sure that they are my son. He has a chance, and you know how hard this world is and how cold this world is. So, oh, yeah. my, I want him to be able to have a chance and um, to live comfortably. Yeah. So, that's what it was about. Uh, what was your motivation? Uh, is that your motivation? Was that your motivation uh, when deciding, taking your time, and, and really figuring out that, that final answer that you needed? Uh, is it the family? Is it the... No, it wasn't the family. It was all about... Me enjoying it. Mm-hmm. When I tell you, I sacrificed ever since I was 17, all the way until this point. Like, vacays, it's places I haven't been because I, I, when I was younger, I said I was going after I won the championship. Like, I'm not going to that place because I want to go to it after I won the championship. Like, one of my goals, like, <laughs> having it on the bucket list right. or something like that. Like, all right, it's going to be dope after I win the championship. So, right. you – you do that since you're 17 all the way until I'm 29 now. And um, now the motivation is like when, you, when you're starting off, it's like I want to prove myself to the league. Mm-hmm. I want to show what I, I could do. I want to show the world what I could do. Then along your career, it changes. And things happen, like Chandler said, like family things. Mentally, you have to be stable. Um, injuries, like all that stuff happen, and you got to have that perseverance to get through all that. And for me, right now, when I say enjoying it, it's going out to have dinner before a game, like little things like yeah. that, like yeah. small things, but uh, something that I didn't do when I was younger because I felt like our me chilling in my room, stretching. <laughs> All right, they eating right now. I'm about to do a little yoga. Like, yeah. get a little. <laughs> right. And being from trying to have an edge on the on the other person. Like, all right, I know he's doing this. Jay-Z in town. All day at that concert. I'm not going. I'm about to go to the gym. Right. <laughs> like, like, that is so like, real. Yeah, yeah. So real. That's but what's so funny real. is, is that, like, when you get older, you realize that, like, there's only so much better you can get in a day. And if you don't enjoy it, if you don't, like, like embrace the struggle you're going to go to, but then embrace the fun that it is when you have good guys. Like on this team, the best thing that I do is we could joke. Ha ha ha. <laughs> the minute that ball goes up for the most part. <laughs> Y'all are crazy. You were bananas. Sure. That's why we don't play each other that much. <laughs> what do you mean? We, we don't play five on five that much because uh, honestly, in a serious, if coach was like, Hey, loser has to run. Do you know what would happen? Oh, if he man. ever put, you guys would kill each other. Kill each other. Mm-hmm. That's why he's like, it's just a set clock. There's no winner. There's no loser. He got to tame the wolves until the playoffs. And then that's when he lets them loose. Derek, remind me, how far have you gone in the playoffs? I've been to the conference, conference finals. finals. Yeah. And we lost to Miami. Oh, lost to yeah. Brown. Yeah. Great. Do you remember when Derek hit that um, game winner over Tristan? Yeah, it was all over Instagram. <laughs> I was chilling. I was what on were you vacation. doing? <laughs> oh, I was on vacation already. I think I was in Orlando. <laughs> oh, you vacationed to Orlando? No, 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 no. I vacationed I was, far away from Orlando. Oh, you were in Orlando. <laughs> I was. No. I wasn't in Orlando no, you, at the time. What was were. that? May? Oh, I bet go. He go <laughs> back to Portland. What? Yeah. What is your to- ideal vacation spot? Vacation spot. Um, I will have to say, uh, Chicago. 
<laughs> no, somewhere, you know, or like, yeah, it has to be by water. Water, yeah. Yeah, by water. You ever um, been to Italy? I've never been. Um, God, that's amazing. Yeah, I've never Hawaii? been. Hawaii? I went to I've Italy. To Hawaii, I went to Italy yes. this year with your nephew. Oh, yeah, he, he did play over there. I yeah. I was about to see he's did. been there. I've never been there. Yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah. Shut up. Ugh. The Amalfi Coast. What part? The Amalfi Coast. So it's like Positano. Is it uh, south or something? Is that yeah, south? south. Yeah. Oh, unbelievable, dude. Just The views are amazing. The food, the views, like just the attitude. Like you wake up and it's just like no, you have no problem. You can't complain about nothing. How's the food? Oh, the best. Like, But you eat for so long, you're going to get fat. It's like you eat, and it's like even scrambled eggs. The way they scramble their eggs is like it's so awesome. Like it's just so perfect. Like I don't like mushy eggs, like rush <laughs> mushy eggs. But over there, they put a little bit of cheese, just a little bit of cheese, and they just cook it perfectly. <laughs> and you're like, do you hear them? Yeah. <laughs> what it goes through your mind when you hear Channing talk in the locker room? Oh man. This all the time. All the this time. This is all the time. Most all of the time, time it tells me shut the fuck up. Yeah, this all the time. Oh no. That's because he's always on my <laughs> always ass. Right? Always on my ass. I'm always, For what? I'm always, I'm always talking I'm to quiet. somebody. Yeah. Oh yeah. Quiet. Exactly. Who's quieter, Derek or Jeff? Oh. This dude. Oh, for for really? sure. Yeah, yeah, Dude, yeah, he could fun. be in a room for four hours and he'd be like, hey, man, anybody see d <laughs> <laughs> where, where that fool at? Is that just your nature? Yeah. That's yeah, you've nature. always yeah. just been that way? Always been that way. Um, so if if we were a fly on your wall in your house at night with your wife, fiance, wife, girlfriend. Girlfriend. Yeah, girlfriend yes. and your son. Yeah. You would just not talk? No, I talk. No, oh. I talk. But yeah, you'll see a lot of stretching going on. You'll see a lot of Yoga. hydrating going on. <laughs> you bring your son around quite a bit too. Yeah, I bring him around. Yeah. I around a lot. Yeah. What's your favorite part about being a dad? I mean, it feels like um, I'm raising myself over again. That may sound yeah. weird. Yeah, yeah. No, it's like, not weird because actually, there's a lot of people that I feel like do that. And okay, I'm not a parent i should probably I edit this out but no, no, you don't have to edit it out um have you seen live vicariously through son. their kids yeah you know yeah, it's, it's kind of weird like wow he's doing the same i don't know it just show you how how strong genes are so, yeah. Dude, yeah yeah it you know what's you strong it's how it kids you watch you when you're not looking so like mannerisms how you react to certain things how you react to them during certain things they absorb that and then they say like that's all we see they say you know? kids are like sponges. Oh, right? it's disgusting. Yeah. Like my son, like when I get mad, he's now taken that face that only I make when I get <laughs> mad. And I'm like, are you mad right now? Like, no, no, you can't steal my face. Like, what is this? But it's your child. So like Derek said, it's kind of scary. Oh, it's, it's like, so scary. Yeah. And even, you know, my daughters, they don't look like me a lot. Yeah. But they, dude, my like personality is a hundred and ten percent, and I'm like, don't do that. That is so me. <laughs> don't do that. Stubborn little suckers. When do you turn thirty? October fourth. Oh, yeah, next, next year. Next year. Thirty is the best yeah, birthday yeah. ever. I mean, October fourth. Yes, January. Yeah, October fourth. Yeah, this year. Yeah, this year. Yeah. Oh, this year. Sorry, I forgot it's New Year. Oh. <laughs> oh God. So, to what are your hobbies? Come on, let's let's get into this. Hobbies, stretching. Give me two. I love watching documentaries. Love watching documentaries. Um, and um, this 
this summer, I really picked up chess. Why don't you just have I Jenny bring a chess board? Somebody yeah, will play. play Why, yeah, Jenny plays play chess? No, I mean, but somebody will play. It's Dude, we have the most competitive team. Did you not see Braun got a Nintendo Switch and is playing Mario Kart religiously? Oh, really? Yeah. Until he, he's going to yeah. beat it. Yeah, <laughs> they had like, a life-size chess board in Orlando. Did you see that outside? No, I didn't. See I saw some people playing that. Yeah. They suck, though. When did you pick up chess? Like two. No, really. Um, in sixth grade, my school my school was a magnet school, so oh, they yeah. um, in sixth grade I had to find another school. So in seventh grade, I ended up um, going to the school outside my my neighborhood called Beasley, mm-hmm. and um, they had a chess team. And oh my uh, God. yeah, I used to uh, nerd. Listen, listen. <laughs> I didn't say I was a part of the chess team. I said they had a chess team. And We're really talking Derek up. And I used to right eat now. somewhere around the chess team. <laughs> yeah. And um, I just picked it up one day, and I never took it serious, but um, until like two, like a summer ago. Yeah. And that's when I really started playing for real. Is it hard? It is. It is. It's oh, super hard because really? you think, oh man, I'm gonna make this move thinking. This is going to throw him off what moves he wants to make. Mm-hmm. But then he's did his move to make you move where he wants you to move. It's like sounds a lot of it's like a lot of thinking. Oh, it's a lot of thinking. Yeah. You know who loves uh, my cousin Tobias Harris? Shout out to Tobias. Oh. Yeah. That's who we should He's in Detroit? Yeah. Yeah. We should always get Maybe. him on the podcast. I don't know. He's always busy doing something, stretching and shit. <laughs> 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 whatever yo but what okay so what shows do you like what's your best documentary do you watch cooking shows no i don't watch cooking shows i don't know how to cook at all neither do i but yeah i, don't watch I love shows. watching chef's table chef what, what's that it's about like some of the best chefs the most innovative chefs in the world where they came from why they're different like how they're so special from everybody else uh like there's this place i think it's called like blue hill and it's in New York. And this guy was like, so I wanted my own butter, right, for the bread. So yep. I make my own bread. I wanted my own butter. So he goes, he plowed this, you know, let's say 10 acres for these cows, 20 acres, whatever it was. But then all of a sudden he's like, I want to make sure my cows eat right, <laughs> right? So mm-hmm. then he's just talking about the process of like, well, if I want my own butter, I want to make my own cake. So now I need chickens. But then I need to grow my own vegetables to feed the chickens and to make sure the cows are eating what I want them to eat. But then he's like, we have the forest is right up on my field, so I need to keep the forest back. So now I need pigs. So now I, have, now I need to feed the pigs, to feed the – But it, I was like, what? All for a piece of bread, butter, <laughs> and it just became like all his – like a whole ecosystem. Yeah. It was absolutely amazing to think of what for one meal – and people don't think like, oh, um, here's a steak. But the steak is from right outside your door eating what this man has thought about like for years. Yeah. It's just like it's so interesting to me because it's like a meal. Everyone eats for the yeah. most part. You know, like you go to a nice restaurant. I'll take steak, french fries, you know, whatever. And you eat it and you don't think about it. But this chef is thinking, how can I get this steak to you the best possible way? You know, appreciate that's that. why it costs yeah. a lot. That's why <laughs> this is true. This One of the reasons is true. why it costs yeah. a lot. So, okay, you watch documentaries. What yeah. TV shows are you watching then? TV shows right now. Um, I just got done, or I watched The Deuce. You watch The Deuce on oh. HBO? Huh. Is that a pooping show? No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was about um, 
um, the porno business. Okay. Oh man! On how it started from pimping and hustling <laughs> to um, actually how it got like started the industry. Really? Uh, yeah. It's dude. a series. It's a series with James Franco, the guy. The porno business. Yeah. He, so I mean, respect. Like, yeah. Whether you like it or not, you gotta respect where it's gone. Yeah. Like as a business. It's, what, a bis- it's, it's like one, everyone. Right? Yeah, yeah, it's like, like number one. Yeah, you're like, uh, yeah, Pornhub. Like <laughs> everyone knows it. Everyone knows it. Yeah. You know how much money they make like a day? It's unbelievable. Yeah. For, uh, Can't hate on it. It's changing everything. It's changing this, like people's idea of sexuality. You know, mm-hmm. just because internet. It's like, oh, I like this or I like that. I like, you know, I want to see people drink wine and kiss. Okay. Right, but it's on there. But I'm saying it's just back in the day. There wasn't what? Have you seen it? I never heard of it until Derek just told me. Deuce, yeah, it's on HBO and documentary. Um, I just watched one on. I didn't know that you could um, like hunters around the world. You could actually they have like um, conventions where you can go and pick out the animal that you want to hunt from a baboon. To a rhino, what? to an elephant, you could go what? pick out your animal like a car, and they when you travel there, um, they they got everything like set for up. you set up for you, like um, the certain times they waking you up so that you could go like search, um, see the animal, like learn about it, then kill it. So have um, you ever hunted? Never, never. But you would like to. No, no, no. It no. was just something that I, I thought it was you? interesting. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, I, I saw it. But was it for uh, like for profit or was it for no, no, conservation no, you, afterwards? No, it was the the money. Yeah. Like um, it cost like 50000 for like a baboon. It oh, cost 300 baboon? cost 300000 for a rhino. What? Yes. Like over 400000 for an elephant. To, to hunt? To hunt, hunt it. Them. Yeah, to hunt Are them. you guaranteed to get them? Yeah. Oh. They got somewhere it's guaranteed where before you even go take that trip at the convention, you signing off on papers like, all yeah. right, this is my kill. This is my hunt. This is, yeah, oh you're signing gosh. off on documents. I couldn't do it like that. I want to go crazy. hunting. I told you that. What? I want to go hunting, but I don't, like, okay, if that is for, like, you know, like they have those, um, like the reserves. And if you have too many animals, right, they have to, they have to get rid of them somehow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they have to pay for that. People, you know, people got to work. You need food, uh, medical expenses. So that is how I thought it worked. Is that how it worked in the thing? Or they were just more like, it seemed like this is more of a private company. This was a private. This is private. Um, That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. I've never heard of that. That's sad. Yeah, it's really sad. But, yeah, it's going on right now. So you have some people. I mean, it's actually a guy over there where he's going up, buying up all the rhinos, and he's shaving their horn like every two years. Yeah. Um so that the the poachers, yeah, don't come and like kill it the uh, rhino for the horn. So he's kinda like saving them oh, along the way. Gosh. Yeah, but yeah. he's saving um, them just to get killed. J- yeah, just to get killed. But it's cr- he's going broke right now Is because it? um the the farm that they're on, like the acres, is too much land for like he's the only investor. So uh, he's spending up all his capital on the land and it's killing them right now. So he's selling all like his houses, boats, all that type of stuff, trying to save the rhinos. And yeah. I don't think it's going to help. I mean, uh, work actually. Well, after this, yeah, somebody's going somebody's gonna to get him a rhino. Yeah. <laughs> somebody's going to get him a rhino. <laughs> somebody's going to have a rhino jacket. Some, but yeah, stuff like that. Wow. 
So you like all real stuff? Yeah, I want to know what's going on in the world. <laughs> I mean, you got to know what's going on. You got to be yeah. educated. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> Especially did you now. Play, did you play other sports growing up? No, I didn't play. I mean, I played baseball okay a little bit and my coach sucked so i didn't take it that serious <laughs> yeah <laughs> smoking the square <laughs> run that face like what? what you got a square in your hand bro <laughs> <laughs> do you watch other sports like do you watch the nfl do you watch yeah, yeah I'll, I'll watch from afar i mean i like watching around playoff time yeah like postseason time that's not really like seeing people really um build their legacy you yeah. know um and I don't know. It motivates me. So. You know what really got me interested into hockey? Blackhawks during playoffs. Oh, yeah. Come on. I'm, God, yeah. I'm being fan. from there, um, yeah. they're winning. You hear the crowd go crazy. You're oh. like, hold up. They winning two or three championships while I'm there, and I still didn't get one. I'm like, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> um, did you go to playoff games there? I went to actually two games. Two yeah. games. And um, – their crowd is way different than the basketball really? crowd. Really? Yeah. Why? They're way more rowdy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're rowdy. I feel like kind of like that, naturally. Yeah, but if you go to a Bulls game, when I was there, it's something totally different. Like, In a good way? Uh, I mean, for – I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm Yeah. To be playing in front of 20,000, it's a blessing any yeah. given night. But um, right. it's a different – I don't know. When MJ and them was there, they – they were spoiled. They're spoiled. Yeah. Like, they are they want to get to the playoffs. They want the playoffs to start the yeah. first game of the season. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's and, true. Um, oh, man. Yeah, so they're a little spoiled. But what else? I mean, is there anything else you want anybody else to know about you? You're a pretty private guy, so, like, you know, you don't have to dive into, you know, anything. But do you want, like, a message from road tripping to the people who listen and, mind you, the world? Uh, sorry for everybody fixing my mic, but um, yeah, is there any charities you like? Is there any like something that's on your mind that you want to get across or or like just want to say? Um, not really, man. That I'm enjoying this, like you know what I mean. Like yeah, yeah. I, I I love where I'm at, um, in my career and my life right now. Um, it, it's a blessing to be in this position, learning from so many people in this franchise and in this organization. Um, um, I'm happy that, like I said earlier, that everybody understood um, why I took the absence. Mm-hmm. And um, when I came back, I felt nothing but love, and um, that's what I, I was I wanted to feel when I came back. And um, while I'm here, I'm gonna give it my all. And um, basketball is still the love of my life, and I'm taking it one day at a time. Cool. Let's end on that. Ha-ha. That's a Bet. good close. That's, That's a great a close, close, dog. Now I can eat this popcorn. Oh, kidding. <laughs> what? It's truffle popcorn, dude. It's really good. You just Don't put that, that mic. T- Our fans hate you so much right now. Don't hate me. <laughs> they, they hate you. Uh, Derek, will you come back on Road Tripping? Yeah, we'll get you oh, on with you enjoy it? Of course. We'll get you on with the other MVPs. Thank you so much for no, your time. Thank you. Yeah, D-Rose, uh, thank you. Appreciate it. When is your, when is your kiddo due? March 1st. Oh, oh, shit. And you're right around February there, too. February 25th. Okay. Damn. There's a lot of okay. people on our team what? that are welcoming. People been, so. people been wanking. <laughs> Some little babies. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a good way to end. All right, with that. That's right, another no, edition no, of Road yeah. Trippin'. <laughs> Poor Derek Rose, Channing Fry. I'm your host, Ellie Clifton. <laughs> God, you're crazy.
road trip and fans, don't forget, we're working with a t-shirt company that you may have seen around. Homage. They're the ones that are responsible for LeBron's ultimate warrior shirt and many of the college designs you see on tees. As they pay homage to great moments in sports and inspiring stories, go check out their NBA Jam tees at homage.com. You're sure to be inspired and we'll get a kick out of their special design for Richard and Channing, along with three other designs specific to the road trip and fam. Get them while they're still in stock at homage.com.